You're listening to The Semi-Filled Writer. This is a show about my life experiences, my love for entertainment, and of course, my failures. Howdy folks, and welcome to the show. This is episode 27 of The Semi-Failed Writer. If you remember in episode 9, I was telling you about the very first screenplay that I had ever written. A lot of that script was inspired by my personal experiences. In the story, there was a girl named Lucia who had her issues, but she happened to be an exceptional musician. She was so good that she made the high school all-state band a few times. This actually happened to me. I didn't transfer to another school, I didn't have a flute-playing boyfriend, but I did play the alto saxophone for 10 years, and I was good. I was really good. I don't think anyone that met me as an adult, from the time I went to graduate school to today, I don't think they have any clue that this was a big part of my life when I was younger, and it was at one point the most important thing in my life. I have many stories to tell about band life, but today... I'm going to focus on my journey getting into the All-State Band, the way it actually happened. I'll tell you about my preparation for the auditions, the competition I had to face, and the experience of being in an All-State Band. I'm covering a lot of years, so I'm going to split this into two parts. The first part, the one you're listening to right now, will cover everything up to my freshman year of high school. And the second part will be about the remaining years of high school, and I'll release that the following week. Any questions? No? Okay, good. Let's start with the seventh grade. At that point, I had been playing the saxophone for a year, and I felt pretty comfortable with the instrument. I really enjoyed it and was looking forward to playing more in high school. At the end of the school year, there would be a final concert open to the entire public, and I think both the middle school and high school concert bands would participate. So after the middle school band finished up, we would sit in the audience and listen to the high school band big shots. At this concert, the high school band featured a soloist. I'm using fake names for everyone again, so we're going to call this guy Shane. Shane played the alto saxophone. He got to stand at the very front of the stage with the rest of the band accompanying him. He performed Yakety Sax, you know, from the Benny Hill show. And before he performed, the director introduced him and mentioned that he was selected to the All-State Band that year, and therefore was being recognized for his achievement. And then Shane performed a solo. He was exceptional, very deserving of a standing ovation. He actually performed another solo the following year to the tune of Flight of the Bumblebee. Also incredible. Part of me admired the guy, because his talent was fully on display. He played these difficult pieces and made it seem easy to play. The other part of me was insanely jealous of him. He was better than me, and of course he would be. He had many more years under his belt. But I wanted to be better than him. Once I got the same amount of experience as Shane, I wanted to have more accolades than this guy. Seeing Shane perform gave me a goal. I wanted to make the All-State Band. I felt I was good enough, 
and if I worked hard at it, then I could achieve more than Shane did, and I could end up on that stage one day performing a solo that would make the audience go crazy. At this time, I'd like to provide some information on this particular Allstate band, because it's not the Texas Allstate band. I want to put some things into context so that you don't think I'm misleading you or inflating my achievements. In Texas, we have the Texas Music Educators Association, or the TMEA. The TMEA has organized auditions annually for the definitive all-state ensembles in concert band, choir, and orchestra. So every high school musician in the state of Texas, whether they went to a school with 50 people or 5,000 people, would all have to go through the same series of auditions and compete to get a coveted spot in one of these all-state ensembles. There was one slight issue with that, and it had to do with representation of small and large schools. And when I refer to small and large schools, I'm talking about them in terms of student enrollment. Most of the students that made the Allstate Band came from very large schools, from highly populated cities. It was much more difficult for musicians from smaller schools to get in, because their schools didn't have the resources, like funding for private lessons, to help them gain full mastery of their instrument. Many directors from these smaller schools did not feel that this all-state band was representative of Texas as a whole, and decided to look for an alternative. In 1991, the Association of Texas Small School Bands, or ATSSB, was formed to promote the interests of small school bands. They pledged to have their own all-state band that would be made up exclusively of musicians from these smaller schools. They created the audition process, determined regions, generated awareness, and sought out partnerships. And the very first ATSSB All-State Clinic was held in February 1992. And they've had an All-State band every year since then. This is what I'm talking about. I came from a school of around 500 people, which is classified as a small school, so that made me eligible to audition for ATSSB. Here's how it works. The ATSSB gives advance notice of the audition material for every instrument. I can't speak to other instruments, but for the saxophone, the pieces consist of one slow etude and one fast etude. All of these etudes came out of the same book, and I have it right here. It's called 48 Famous Studies for Oboe or Saxophone, composed by W. Furling and revised by Albert Androde. In addition, you would also need to know how to play all the major scales. The first auditions are in December for the all-region band. The top musicians get selected to the band, and then a fraction of those people advance to area auditions. In January, the best players from your region and nearby regions go to the area auditions. Another cut is made, and the people who make that cut are officially in the Allstate Band. In February, the musicians that make it out of each area get an all-expense-paid trip to San Antonio and participate in a four-day clinic, which concludes with a concert open to the public. Here's the coolest part. If you make the Allstate Band the first time, you get a letterman jacket, and you get a big-ass patch. I'm serious, it's huge. It's like 10 inches long by 10 inches wide. It's in the shape of Texas with the colors of the state flag, and it says ATSSB Allstate Band. It pretty much covers the entire back of the jacket. You also get a patch for the specific year you make the band. It looks just like the big-ass patch, except it's only three inches. If you make it all four years, not only do you get all these patches, but you get a scholarship in the amount of $1,000. At my high school, if you make the Allstate Band, then you get an 8x10 portrait hung up in the band hall. 
When I entered the band hall for the very first time, I found Shane's photo right at the front. I hope to get my photo up there one day. To prepare, the first thing I had to do was get the band director's blessing. Not everybody could audition. He would need to determine if I was worth investing his time in, and I was. And believe me, if you weren't good enough, he would definitely let you know that you sucked. Right in front of everybody. The second thing. I signed up for a class at the final period of the day. I don't remember the name of the course, but the purpose of it was to work on these audition materials. If you weren't getting help from the director, then you were in one of the random storage rooms practicing for 45 minutes. And the third thing was to practice at home. These audition materials were unlike anything I've ever seen. Like, I knew all of the basics. Time signature, key signature, dynamics. But there were all of these funky-looking notations, and I had no idea what they meant. Fortunately, someone told me what they were and what they do. For example, there was an X in front of a note. That was a double sharp. Not a regular sharp, but a double sharp. There was a sideways S hovering above and to the right of a note. That's called a turn. And then there's a tiny note written in front of another note, and it has a line through it, like a slash. It's called an Akia Katura, or a grace note. For a minute, I was planning to explain what these notations mean and what they do, but it doesn't matter. The point is that I had to recalibrate my expectations about these auditions and understand that it was going to require more practice than I had anticipated. I want to mention this. Kids from small schools could still audition for TMEA if they wanted to. ATSSB wasn't created to be in opposition to TMEA. It was sort of an extension of it. So initially, the director gave us the audition material for both ATSSB and TMEA. They're different pieces. For a few weeks, I was practicing all of this music. I was preparing myself to audition for both bands. And then one day, the director said something. Um, I'm not sure. I think he was totally ignoring an important date for TMEA. And when I asked about it, he said, don't worry about it. Okay. The correct response was, you know, I've thought about it, and I think it's best that we drop TMEA auditions. It's extremely competitive, and I know you will do much better in ATSSB, so I think you should focus all of your energy and time on that. It was so weird for him to be terse like that, especially because he gave me the audition music to begin with. Don't worry about it. All I remember about practicing that first year are two things. One, I got a brand new saxophone. Well, it was a loner. The one I owned was a basic Yamaha alto sax for beginner students. It was okay, but not good enough for a promising all-state musician. My high school band program purchased a brand new Selmer Super Action 80 Series 2. At the time, it was one of the two best saxophone brands on the market. The other one was a Selmer Mark VI. It sounds like I'm talking about a car. The Super Action 80 went well with my $80 mouthpiece and padded neck strap. I was the only one with permission to use it. It was quite the upgrade. The second thing I remember was my mom pushing me to practice. She knew this meant a lot to me and wanted to make sure I was doing everything in my power to get ready for the auditions. She never forced me to do anything in my life, but she was insistent that I practice on the weekends. There were days where I had nothing scheduled, and she demanded that I go into my room and practice. The door wasn't locked, I wasn't held captive, 
but she made sure I stayed in my room and spend at least a couple of hours practicing before I go and slack off for the rest of the day. I went to my first audition, the all-region band. I was very nervous. I had no idea what the format would be, how talented the other musicians would be. We leave early in the morning, and we go to another high school about 90 miles away. After a general meeting, all of the musicians get separated by instrument. All of the saxophones are assigned to audition in one room. We're assigned a number, and that's all we're identified by. The judges can't know our names. They can't know what we look like. We have to be anonymous. For several hours, we're all sitting in a hallway waiting for our turn. There are no chairs, no smartphones. We sit on a carpeted floor and kill time by reading a magazine, playing a card game, studying, or talking to each other in quiet voices. When our number is called, we go alone into a classroom, and there are three judges in there waiting for us. There's a chair and a music stand. There's a barrier separating us from the judges. We sit down and put our sheet music in the right position. We get a one-breath warm-up, and then we play the scales and the slow etude. It lasts roughly three minutes long, and it goes by quick. You wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then you go into the room, and it's all over in an instant. Everybody else can hear the performance from outside. They silently make their own judgments and decide whether someone is good or not. Once the round is over, the judges take a small break, and then we all have to go in there again and play the fast etude, which goes by even faster. It should only take like a minute to play the piece. Once we're done, we wait some more. The results we get posted in a general area, either the library or the commons. It takes some time for the results to appear, but it feels like forever. I think there are around 15 alto saxophones auditioning at this level. Four would make the all-region band, and the top two would advance to area auditions. I felt I did okay. I was listening to every other musician, and I, I didn't think I was better than everyone else, but I knew I did better than at least half of the group. I'm standing in front of this board for a long time, waiting patiently for the results to appear. Sometime later, a piece of paper gets taped onto the wall. I look for my name. There it is. First chair. I'm a freshman and I just placed first in the all-region auditions? Unreal! Everybody was surprised by this result, not about making the cut, but coming out on top. I was surprised too, but I was happy. I was confident. Based on this result, I knew I legitimately had a chance to make the All-State Band. Area auditions took place a few weeks later. The competition would definitely be elevated, and again, I was nervous. But something else happened that day of the auditions that added to my nerves. In the middle of the night, I woke up to the sounds of my dad dry heaving. I never heard those sounds from him, and they sounded horrible. At one point, my mom and dad leave the house. They assume I'm asleep and don't wake me up to tell me where they're going. So for the next few hours, I'm awake, lying in my bed, wondering what was going on with my dad. Was he going to be okay? Will they be back in time to take me to school? And then my imagination kicks in, and I start to expect the worst. Is it a heart attack? Does he need surgery? Is he going to die? The good news was that he was fine, and they returned about an hour before I had to leave. 
It turns out my dad had to go to the emergency room and he had passed a kidney stone. Based on what I hear, it's an extremely painful experience, but at least my dad is alive. We head to school that's only a half hour away. This time, I recognize somebody there. There was a guy named Pete that I knew from band camp a couple of years ago. There, we were in the same concert band, went to the same rehearsals. I saw him all the time, but we never talked to each other. I was always intimidated and nervous to approach him because, in all honesty, he was cute. He was better looking than me, and I felt he was way out of my league. Just so you know, I'm not being modest here. During this time, my confidence was at an all-time high, except when it came to my looks. I was chubby. I was self-conscious about my dark skin. I was still recovering from a botched haircut I got the previous summer. And I wasn't wearing makeup. I didn't know how to until a couple of years later. So yeah, I didn't love the way I looked. And no amount of intelligence or talent was going to make up for that. So I didn't interact with Pete, but I knew that he was an exceptional saxophone player. Someone who had a very good chance at making Allstate. A scary notion, yes, but that was okay. Two were going to make it out of this bunch. I just needed to make one of those spots. The audition experience felt the same. Long, stressful, agonizing. When it's over, I'm patiently waiting for that piece of paper to be posted on the window. Other instrument results were already up. Those musicians could finally relax, whether they made the cut or not. Then finally, the results are listed. There were 12 people competing on alto saxophone. Pete was number one. I was number two. I made it. I made it. Wait, are you serious? I actually achieved what I set out to do. And I wasn't alone. There were a few others from my school that made it as well. This was going to be a party. In February, we traveled to the Allstate Clinic. I think I already acquired my letter jacket and my big-ass patch, and I get to show it off as we fly to San Antonio. For some of us, this was our first ever airplane ride, and it was terrifying. Our director offered us barf bags, but nausea wasn't the issue. It was the idea of being thousands of feet above the ground, traveling at 500 miles per hour, and hoping we didn't crash and die as a result. I had been to San Antonio a few times before, but this was different. I wasn't there with my family. I had some freedom. We stayed at the Emily Morgan Hotel, just a block away from the Alamo. It was probably the first hotel that I stayed in that wasn't a Motel 6. No offense. I did have to share a room with other girls, and that was fine. We all went to school together, so I thought of it as an extended sleepover. Even after putting in all of this work to get here, I had one more audition. With all of the Allstate band members under one roof, the organizers had to determine the chair order for each concert band. Yes, there were going to be two bands. The top half would be in the symphonic band and the bottom half in the concert band. We'd be split in two. By that point, I think I was tired of these etudes and paid a lot less attention to them. And that was made evident in the final audition because I didn't do so well. I got placed fifth chair in the concert band. That's dead last amongst the ten saxes that made it. Even after getting this huge accomplishment, I was embarrassed. 
I imagined that the others didn't think much of me, like maybe I really didn't deserve to be there. We had rehearsals on Thursday and Friday. Even though I was discouraged about my placement, I did enjoy the rehearsals. I was playing music at a more challenging level than anything I played before, and I could play the music. This meant that I belonged here. I earned my place here, and I was having fun while being here. We also had some autonomy. There were schedules we had to follow, and there were curfews, but in our spare time we could explore downtown without adult supervision. We could take a stroll down the river walk, go shopping at the mall, visit the Tower of the Americas, or we could just stay in the hotel and watch TV. I wish I had a more salacious story to share with you. I mean, you've got hundreds of teenagers hanging out in a big city, all staying at the same hotel. You don't have authority figures hovering around you the entire time. Friendships were made, maybe even some hookups, but unfortunately I can't confirm that. The closest thing I can come up with is this weird story. This has to do with a boy named Mark who played the tenor saxophone. He was another one of those guys that I was too afraid to talk to because he was good looking. In fact, I got more butterflies looking at him than I did with Pete. He also made the Allstate Band, and on the first day of rehearsals, he approaches me, and I'm instantly blushing. My temperature rises several degrees, and I'm trying to play it cool. He asks me if I have a spare neck strap that he could use. It just so happens that I did, so I lent it to him. Oh my god, did he just talk to me? Are we going to have a formal introduction? Is this the beginning of a beautiful relationship? He didn't talk to me for two days, so no. On Saturday, the concert band performs first. It goes well, and afterwards we sit with the audience and listen to the symphonic band. They were on another level. The main piece they performed was The Divine Comedy, written by Robert W. Smith, obviously inspired by the epic poem by Dante. It was made up of four movements, Inferno, Purgatorio, The Ascension, and Paradiso. This was incredible. It was powerful, intense, moving, transcendent. Probably one of the greatest pieces I've ever listened to. Those feelings I had about Shane resurfaced, except I was now jealous of all of these musicians in the symphonic band, who got to play more challenging, more meaningful pieces. When the concert was over and we were packing up to leave San Antonio, Mark approached me again. After asking for my neck strap, he never talked to me, not until this moment. He returned the neck strap. He says, thanks, I don't need it anymore. A few hours later, as we're waiting at the airport, I had a strange idea. I see in film and TV people smelling garments worn by somebody else. They take pleasure in detecting their scent. They feel closer to them even if they aren't there physically. I wondered, did Mark leave behind a scent on this neck strap? So I took it out of my case, I smelled it, and it was heavenly. I had to ask two of my friends to confirm, and they smelled it too. All of it, all it was was just cologne. I could never figure out what brand, though. I wasn't going to ask. It, it might have been Nautica, but that's my best guess. But as strange as this sounds, this was a big deal to me. I wasn't popular with the boys in that way. I didn't hook up with someone of the opposite sex for a long time. I didn't start dating until I was 25, so before then, this was probably the closest thing I had to a boyfriend. Goddamn neck strap. 
Okay, I did have a quote-unquote boyfriend my senior year, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, back to the main story. After that trip, I had some time to think. When I first decided to try out for the Allstate Band, my intent was to stand out, to be a big fish in a little pond. I wanted people in my community to recognize me for my talent, and I just wanted to do better than Shane, someone that I never interacted with. But after making Allstate this year, I was really a little fish in a big pond. It wasn't enough to be recognized by my community. I wanted to be recognized by the entire state of Texas. And there were two ways to do that. Make the Allstate Band all four years and make first chair in the symphonic band. I was determined to do both. This concludes part one. In part two, I'll talk about the following high school years in the pursuit of making the Allstate Band again. Did I make it all four years? Will there be new competition? Will I finally have the courage to talk to a cute boy? Tune in next week.